have patience, know that where you are right now is exactly where you need to be. Take in all the information that you need and grow every day, learn every day. Think about it from a place of serving people. If we think about it from a place of getting money, it won't happen. Hello there and welcome back to the My Future Business Show. My name's Rick Nusky, I'm your host. Now, if this is your first time joining us on the call, welcome. And for those who have supported us for any length of time, thank you for your ongoing support. I love reading your feedback, love it when it comes through. Um, it makes a great deal of difference knowing that the show is making a difference for you. Now on today's show, I have the pleasure of welcoming founder of Digital Marketing Group, Mr. Kapreet Bhutta. Welcome to the show, Kapreet. Hi, Rick, nice to meet you. Yes. On the show. No, absolutely a pleasure to have you here. Now, you and I were just speaking briefly before the uh, before the call started today. We're going to be talking about the state of online entrepreneurs and business owners, and the importance and power of mindset, social media principles, and effective ways to attract new clients to your business. But uh, before we get into the core of the call, uh, Capreet, love to learn a little bit about you. Where are you located? Yeah, I'm located in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Oh, beautiful. What a wonderful place to live. Is that, did you grow up there? Tell us a little bit about the place. Uh, no, actually. I grew up up north, a smaller town, about uh, eight hours north. Uh, it's called Prince George. Prince it's, George. Uh, yeah, it's fairly central uh, to uh, British Columbia. And, um, yeah, I grew up there, uh, went to university in Edmonton. Edmonton's in Alberta, the yes. uh, province right before, and then I lived in Calgary for a while, and then I moved down here. The opportunities, and most of my family uh, is uh, is here, so fantastic. Uh, that's where we kind of settled now. Now, tell last... me, tell me a little bit. Given that you're in, uh, you know, Alberta and places like that, uh, hockey's a big thing. Who's your team? Do you have one? <laughs> to be honest, no, I don't watch much hockey anymore. <laughs> Growing up, I was a fan of obviously Gretzky and all that. And, Wayne Gretzky, uh, yep. Yeah, Detroit Red Wings. When Stevie, Steve Eiserman, he's probably my favorite player. Fantastic. Yeah. So, if, if if it's not sports, what's your thing? What do you like to do? Uh, I do I do watch sports. Like I'm a, I'm a bit of a I would guess a fanatic with like boxing and MMA. I used oh. to box amateur. I had like I don't know 15, 16 fights. So. That's kind of my thing, like the big game or Super Bowl is not a thing, but like if a big fight's on, it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm locked in. Yeah, like the Conor McGregor's of the world, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, you got to, how can you not love that story, right? It's, yes. Uh, what he accomplished is amazing, and he's coming back, and, you know, I hope he has more uh, more success. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, yeah, it's just amazing to see people like that, you know. He's, oh, yeah. I, I, he's like the Muhammad Ali of MMA. Yeah, I think absolutely I love I enjoy watching it too myself now I tell you it tells you a lot about mindset we're going to be obviously touching a lot of about the importance of mindset in, in a while but tell us a little bit about what it was like growing up can you recall any fun times yeah you know what I had a great childhood uh, you know growing up uh, I had two two brothers uh, one of the middle I had an older brother and a younger brother I had another uh, cousin of mine who was the same age, and we were like brothers, so a lot of friends, um, hardworking parents, immigrant parents from India. Um, my parents uh, came to Canada late '70s, and um, yeah, I was, uh, you know, I was born in '82. Uh, mm -hmm. Great childhood, and all 
uh, I had a small town, but I, I'm glad I grew up in a small town. It's very tight knit community. Um, you know, Canada is a great place to live. Like I can't, um, you know, I'm, I'm biased definitely, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, uh, definitely had a great upbringing. I had some, you know, issues when I was a teenager, uh, you know, got in a car accident that was fairly bad. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I got injured and didn't really play. Uh, I was, you know, playing sports and an athlete all mm-hmm. then and then, um, you know, that, uh, that changed. And then, uh, in my twenties, I got into boxing and, you know, so, uh, yeah, it's been a wild ride and, you know, went to university and yep. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, but you know, a lot, a lot of fun stuff. And now it's kind of been more, uh, entrepreneurship and how, how the, my skills and knowledge and how I can give back and help other people grow. And, you know, a lot of people are, you know, whether they're stuck in their nine to five or they know they have a gift that they want to share with the world, they just don't know how. I think that's been my focus the last four or five years. Yeah, and, fantastic. Yeah. Now, tell me a little bit about boxing just before we shift in shift gears a little bit. Um, it would teach you a lot about discipline, and I think discipline is quite important. Tell us a little bit about how it impacted your life in that way. Yeah, and it's a, that's exactly it. You know, um, there's a saying that fights are won in the gym. So it's not about, um, you know, like showing up for the fight. It's about the eight seven eight weeks that you trained in the gym day in day out um you know and uh it's the same thing with entrepreneurship because it's not nothing's guaranteed you know you kind of um you have to build uh, a business from nothing it's not like it's a job where you're guaranteed a paycheck so you have to show a um you know a viable product as they say right and Mm -hmm. uh and you know show value and um you know be able to not only that is just help your clients and make sure that they're growing and building so you're building your reputation and you know building out your case studies and testimonials but yeah discipline is key you know you can't you are in control of your time so that could be a detriment to you or um you know a uh, a benefit but you know like i'm i'm an early morning kind of guy yep uh, and you know i I'm right around now is kind of where I split my day and I'll, I'll, I'll get to the gym and then I'll, I'll start, uh, maybe kind of my second shift, as you say, like <laughs> three, four hours, but like I'm up at like, you know, I would say four thirty to five thirty, and until about 12, one o'clock I'm, you know, in front of my laptop, um, more or less. So Keep going, it's, man. yeah. So it's the, it's um it's key and i think you know that that discipline of you know your of uh, when you're uh, fighting and training for a fight is like the motivation is like what's the other guy doing yeah what's the other fighter doing yep. and in this case it's like i have a responsibility for my clients i have a responsibility for the people that i can help yep. so that that's like the internal motivator for me as well that's a great analogy. Thank you very much for sharing. Now, I, I know that education must be very important because things are so rapidly changing in your space. Tell me a little bit about how important ongoing learning is for you. Oh, it's it's nonstop. It's it's part of your. It has to be a part of your business model, really. You know, I kind of I split it up into four um, buckets. Um, 
one would be um, you know taking care of your clients one would be you know continual education and you know workshop getting your own uh, uh, coaching and then obviously the day-to-day like putting out your your content and uh, things like that and then also you know trying to build the back end whether that be you know different um, strategies and funnels but um, yeah I think uh, continual education learning new strategies whether it be sales and AI is now like a oh, big thing. It's taking you know, off, isn't it? It, it is. And uh, there's a lot of tools out there um, that can offload your time and be more efficient. And, you know, it might be, uh, you know, sometimes people rush into, let's say, hiring. Mm-hmm. And it, it, might be, it might be better just for you to get like a supplemental tool instead um, because, you know, as you probably know, like we get, um, you know, the shiny object syndrome where we think that this is going to work or this is going to work. It's everywhere. Really. It's about, you know, the core piece of your, especially in the beginning, the first, you know, at least year or two is going to be about conversations and content and, um, you know, the sales process and that should be the 80% of your focus, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> you're extremely busy. There's no doubt about that. But I always think about, you know, it's, it's great to be productive. And we've talked a little bit about the tools. But do you give yourself time to step away? And how important is that for your clients to think about, do you think? Yeah, and uh, it's been an issue of mine as well. I'll, I won't lie. Mm-hmm. But I've gotten more consciously aware of that. And um, because... You know, when we when we have some sort of a particular goal in mind, like I have an I have the event coming up next yes, week. Yes. Yes. You no, know, but we we get so focused and we like we put these blinders on, we're not open to like all the other kind of things that are coming and opportunities, right? For us to, um, for us to grow and uh, and learn. So, it's um and also like making sure that you're taking care of your health you're you know you're making sure you're getting enough sleep you're making sure you're getting your exercise and um you're not eating um you're eating good nutritious food that's going to help your body mm-hmm. be that more efficient and um you know i think that's key as well yeah i think uh, we we will definitely talk about uh, the events and all the things that you're doing via your website uh, nearing the end of the call so you'll have an opportunity to share that with us some um, yeah. a little yeah. while in in the call now um your personal journey as an entrepreneur and a business owner, where did it start? <laughs> well, my background is actually from the medical uh, healthcare background. Right. So, um, as I grew up, uh, as I was saying, I got injured in a car accident. It was fairly severe. And it transitioned me. And I was like, you know what? You know, I was towards high school. And I'm like, okay, well, what am I going to do? And, you know, I was in physiotherapy for a long time. And I'm like, man, I, you know what? I'd be a great physiotherapist because of my experience. Mm-hmm. So my goal was to get into physiotherapy school. At that time, it uh, in um, Alberta, where I went to school, it had changed to a master's program. Yeah. So well, I had to get a degree before, and then I'm like, okay. But then there was another one. Option was an occupational therapy. That was still a bachelor's. So I did that. Um, I got my bachelor's in occupational therapy and then I was, uh, I was an OT as they call it. I was an OT for about 
14 years wow. and then there was just um in british columbia there you know it's it could be a this could be a whole episode but <laughs> there's a lot uh, a lot of politics involved because the big money is in um the car injury uh, icbc claimed uh motor oh, yes. vehicle yes yes and then on the other end you have lawyers and you have you know the personal injury claims and I'm I'm kind of battling between both of the people, and on one end the lawyer wants you to extend the claim, and then on the other side, insurance people like want them to get back to work. Of course. And you're you're in the middle. You're trying to be an advocate for the client. So I got a I got a it was a lot of red tape and a lot of to be honest I got into a lot of uh, uh, trouble in terms of the the lawyers and the red tape and I started to think, you know what, maybe it's time to Is transition. It worth it? Yeah. And then, um, I'm, I'm t- and then I started like, okay, there's a lot, this is about 2017, 2018. Mm-hmm. And I started learning about Facebook ads and e-commerce and, you know, print on demand. I had like a print on demand shirt, uh, shop. <laughs> yep. And then that just slowly blossomed and, you know, eventually I left uh, OT and I'm like, you know what, if I'm going to do this, let's, let's go all in. So and, can I ask you, e-commerce was the very first thing, wasn't it for you? Correct. Yeah, correct. Now, tell me a little bit about, uh, I guess, your your ongoing relationship. Do you still use e-commerce? Um, I don't. Um, I, I would say for me, in terms of time uh, efficiency, you know, e-commerce is very dependent on ads. Yeah. Right. You need to you need to drive a high amount of traffic, which can be uh, a struggle because because a lot of the campaigns that people make take time in terms of testing, and you know you might have to do two, three, four campaigns before you get the proper mix of uh, everything within the campaign, the right assets and the right funnel and yep. all those types things and um for me it was like it, you know i only need a cup i only need one or two clients you know whether like i could have a hundred dollar product but in order to make a living i would need to sell you know let's say 30 or 40 of those when i have like a three thousand dollar product in high ticket coaching and i only need a couple of those right so it just in terms of your your time and energy spent it was that's and i and that's part of the process is you learn as you go and you figure it out and you have mentors and people tell you like, you know, this is the way to go. And I'm gone. Um, you know, I, it's, it was part of my path. It's, um, it's, everything's ongoing. We are learning every day. day. Now I, I, I know that, um, you know, we talked about briefly shiny object syndrome and just like you, you had to start from somewhere. Now, how do you help others um, avoid all that uh, shiny syndrome? What do you do? Where do you start? There are so many options out there. Yeah, it's uh, it's really the key is like, what do you want? Right? Like, what are, are you looking to just get uh, money? Are you looking to actually serve someone? And are you looking at just like a pro, uh, something like a like a product that you want to sell a lot of? And that's fine. You know, usually those people I don't particularly coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm looking. I'm more in the service coach consulting. Um, a, you know, it could be a bigger business that does a service, like an agency or something like that. But yeah, if if you're looking at, you know, I just want to make money and do that, then 
go that route no problem it's um but at the end of the day you got to be precise uh, with those ads and facebook ads is no easy task nowadays and no quite expensive too it's getting more expensive as the days go by youtube and probably tiktok are probably the best bet in terms of bang for your buck Ah. but um yeah it's um my model is more you know change your focus what do you want focus on serving clients and the money will take care of itself if you're focused on the money it'll you're going to continue with these shiny objects like you know what I mean? There's a process you have to go through. You have to go through struggle. You have to go through ups and downs and, you know, trust in a system that it's working and I'm building and I'm growing every day. It's I'm not going to be a millionaire tomorrow. That's not how it works. You have to work right? out. Yeah. And I think that's the, that's the key with this um, people with the shiny object syndrome. Have patience. Know that where you are right now is exactly where you need to be. Take in all the information that you need and, um, you know, just be better, uh, grow every day, learn every day. And, um, you know, think about it from a place of serving people. If we think about it from a place of getting money, it won't, it won't come. It won't happen. Now, I know that generational, um, I guess, shifts in the generations that are coming through and the, the people that you work through is changing. What is, you've touched on TikTok. I presume, you know, that would be good for a generation. What about uh, older generations? Is it still email marketing? Are there marketing tactics and techniques out there that cross generations, do you think? Yeah, you know, the email marketing still works. Copywriting still works. There's people in terms of, you know, I have a, I'm very pro video in terms of um, content and engagement, Beautiful. but it doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't mean that you can't write like there's their, you know, blog posts are, there's tons of people that are making plenty of money on blog posts because you're such a popular blog post. People want to attach, you know, their product to, to your page, right? You know, and you, and then you start talking about SEO and backlinking and, um, you know, there's room for both and there's room and email marketing is never going anywhere. Like everybody looks at their email every day, you know, and somebody, um, there's going to be some subject headline that's going to catch you. That's not going to catch, uh, uh, somebody else, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't work. Um, I think of, uh, email marketing as throwing a net, you know, rather mm-hmm. than just a fishing pole, whether, you know, with other marketing, um, with other marketing, with other marketing tactics yeah yeah absolutely great feedback now we're actually doing a form of content marketing right now during this conversation where do you think content marketing is going to go in the future do you think it's going to be core to success man i i i guess i wouldn't say i'm worried i think i think people need to learn to adapt and embrace you know the technology because it's it's gonna happen you know, it's, you know, I think people try to push back and, you know, when, when, when it was my age, you know, people were uh, complaining about video games and, you know, <laughs> we got, you know what I mean? Like video games are going to rot your brain and all this stuff. And look, there's, there's now video game world championships. Yeah, it's and amazing, people, isn't it? <laughs> people can make, um, you can make a living, you know, designing video games or working for these big uh, video game companies. So. I think it's uh, a matter of embracing where you're at, you know, technology. Yes, it's going at a fast pace. That is, it is kind of, it is kind of um, scary at times. Um, like, where, what's this going to lead to? 
but uh, I would rather take the approach of embracing it, you know, use what you can. And um, yeah, I think that's the best way to approach best, it for best me. Best way forward. Now, I've been mucking around a little bit with AI technology, both free and play platforms. There seems to be a lot of power there. What do you think of that? What, what do you think of the changes that come yeah, through? I love, uh, I love ChatGPT. You know, it's, um, you know, and if you're talking about email marketing, if you're talking about writing scripts and getting ideas, you know, if you're a YouTuber or if you just need um, ideas for your, your video content, um, there's, there's so much there. So, um, yeah, it, it, I, I just think that it's, it's a great technology. It saves you time. Mm -hmm. it, um, and, you know, and wherever we're able to save time, because we, we have to constantly be putting out content. Like, yeah. you know, you have, to, you have to build your brand. You have to build your authority. So why not, you know, spend an hour or two on chat GPT where you can probably build out a, a couple of weeks, if not a month's worth of content, rather than, you know, racking your brain about how am I going to put this email together or how am I going to put this blog together? I don't have any ideas, you know, utilize yeah. it. It's there. It's fast, there. fast track yourself. Now, it's a very interesting synergy in many respects because I've been mucking around with a particular software that if you put in somebody's name or their domain into this yeah. AI software, it will go search for their latest posts and it'll create an artificially uh, AI driven response to their latest tweet that you can therefore use. Uh -huh. Now, uh, it's very interesting. I'm wondering if that be the case, do you think that there will always be a need for human to human interaction? I hope so. I hope yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, to be honest, like when I'm online, I know when I'm talking to a bot, right? Like yep, I know yep. dealing with a bot or not. So <laughs> it, it's, um, and I think, you know, when we're talking about um, high ticket um, coaching and sales and all that, mm -hmm. you still got to have, uh, a genuine conversation or else you're going to lose that customer. Absolutely. Yeah. You can't, you know, you, you're not, and it's not, you know, um, I've had the process of training and hiring uh, virtual assistants to try to sell. And it's not against virtual assistants. I love them. They're efficient and, and they help much with admin and building your following, yep. but selling sales is a different thing it's about being able to see where the conversation is at am i listening to this person can i help this person am i just talking over them am i you know what i mean like yeah they're they have to feel the biggest thing in terms of uh online sales is um trust they have to build trust with you and you know if they think that you're a bot or if they're you they think that you're just pushing for the sale well you're going to lose them for sure. Now this kind of dovetails quite nicely into social media principles. Tell us a little bit about what entrepreneurs and business business owners should be aware of when it comes to those principles. Yeah. The, the key principles for me is content and conversations. Yep. You know, we were talking about that about, and, and in terms of content, it's about what's the pain point, what's the problem, what's the, What's the issue that wakes people up in the middle of the night and says, you know what, I have to, you know, X, Y, I have to get, we have to tap into that. And um, when you're able to tap into that and you're able to provide value, 
you're going to build trust and people are going to want to hear what else you have to say. And, you know, the process now, because it, it's, it has gotten more saturated, that, that just means that you have to show more value, right? And um, people think, well, I don't want to show everything. I don't want to send everything. At the end of the day, a minute-long piece of content isn't everything. No. <laughs> right? And so, like, even our conversation, people are going to pick um, things out of it, but it's not the whole, it's not the whole piece, right? That's why a coaching program is, um, you know, a mentorship. Like, and I've had, I still have a, I still have a high level coach because I want to push to where they are. Of they're, course. you know, they're multimillionaires, and I want to get to that point, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, so you know, um, being able to know that you can help someone, listening to them, having content where you're going to give actual value, practical steps that people can use. You're going to build trust. And um, you got to trust that process. But those are the key uh, principles in terms of the approach. Facebook's different than LinkedIn, than Instagram, um, than, you know, probably TikTok. But, um, you know, in terms of your approach, but the, th- the, the key is still the same. You still got to have conversations. You still got to put out valuable content. That commonality brings us back to you know that step towards awareness of you and your brand. So tell me, um, should people be focusing on building business brands or personal brands nowadays? Do you think as part of this strategy? Yeah, I I, I think it's um, I think it's actually where you're at in terms of the entrepreneurship uh, journey. You know, I think you know when we first start being very very specific and niching down is what's going to set set you apart so you know you might be like i have uh, nutritional coaches but they're nutritional coaches for single dads you know what i mean or <laughs> yep. I, I have other therapists that help specifically with anxiety or depression i have you know other coaches that deal specifically with um corporate behavioral skills to advance their sales team so it's um and i tell them like you know you got to start with that you know later on once you're expanding and you're scaling yes you can start you know implementing more and hiring agencies to build your brand but um to build it as a a bigger brand but i think also the personal one-on-one intimate kind of connection is where you start yeah, thank you for the feedback. Loving this call. I really appreciate it, as does the audience, I'm sure. Now, tell me a little bit about uh, who your ideal client is. Who do you like working with the most? Yeah, um, my ideal client is somebody that's in the either the coaching, consulting, service-based business that's just struggling to get their message out there. Yeah. They're... they're saying well, well what is the tactic what how do i how do i do this what are the steps involved i have you know i have all these this material and you know i've written books on stuff but i can't get engagement and um those are my you know and i'm like i well are you really are you willing to put in <laughs> right if you're willing to put in the work then i'm i'm here to back you up all the way you yeah. know and uh, you know i think it was probably well over probably a year and a half ago, I had a client and, you know, she struggled and she went through ups and downs in her personal life and it took her four months, but then she, she finally got her first client 
and then it rolled into another client and then you know what I mean she's gone now she's gone full-time and she's helping tons of people so it's um, it's really trusting trusting the the process but people that are that are committed and willing to do the work those are my favorite for sure you touched on books Capreet, and I'd love to know you got a book inside of you Is this, do you reckon you're gonna write a book at all oh uh, yeah yeah I, I reckon you I, should uh, <laughs> you know in my 40 years I've, I've I have a, a lot of uh, let's say, uh, experience in life. For I sure. bet, I bet. Now, I'd love to talk a little bit, if we could, about your uh, your nine-step blueprint. What's that about? Yeah, the nine-step blueprint is kind of my core initial um, coaching offer. Um, I expand on it with my new coaching program, but that's been my kind of core pieces. Like every business online has these nine principles in place. And, you know, some people have more and they have like ads and automation and VAs and all that stuff. But like foundationally, they're going to have their their avatar. They're going to have their message. They're going to have their offer. They're going to know their uh, content plan, email, their Facebook group, you know, building a community. They're, they're going to know how to generate sales and book calls. So those nine aspects um, are necessary for anybody to succeed online. So I tell them. You get these things right, you you'll never um, you know uh, be hungry. <laughs> yeah, it. you'll never go without. Now, I'd love to talk a little bit about uh, you know elaborating on that and talking about directly your coaching programs and I guess the importance of having a, a defined and even documented marketing plan. How important is that? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's huge because again, you get caught up. You'll get caught up in a lot of people. They they get on to YouTube or they get onto Google, they start guessing. Yeah. yeah. I have yeah. listings. Well, how do I do this? How do I do that? But it, it works in a certain order. Like you have to, you have to initially find what, what's your message? What's your, what's your offer going to look like? Who is your ideal customer? And how do you find that person? Are you doing the proper research? Right. And, um, you know, getting those foundational pieces in place before, you know, you're starting to put out content, right? Like, who are you talking to? Um, so, um, yeah, it like, again, like I said, those those nine steps are necessary, but um, getting your offer, your message, your ideal customer, and getting that first piece down is key. It It's the driver of the rest of your, uh, uh, your business. Now, in terms of coaching, I, every time I talk about coaching, I always think about ongoing relationship. Are you forging some great relationships with the people you're working with as a result? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, a lot of, because uh, my, you know, my first kind of journey in terms of a high ticket space was actually affiliate marketing. Yep. I was an affiliate for a coaching program. And then um, within that space, you start seeing other people that are in the similar journey to you. And then you connect with them and they're, you know, they might be a couple of months ahead of you and they're like, you know what, uh, I, I would like for you to coach me, right? And that, that was kind of how I started my first coach. And now he's, I think he partnered up with another uh, colleague and, you know, they've built, um, um, you know, uh, I think that over the last 12 months, they've done well over a million dollars. Wow. So, 
yeah and you know that and we're still you know we still talk all the time and you know what i mean like we we went a little bit different he kept with the affiliate route mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know i want to go into more uh the group coaching and course and probably a book um yeah. that route so but you know the principles are are still the same yeah, loving this call, this feedback. You know, we could talk about so many different things for so long. Let's talk about the event. How does that come about and how do people get involved with that? Yeah, so, you know, I've gotten to the point where, you know, I'm wanting to scale in terms of, uh, you know, doing group coaching and building out my platforms. You know, what once I've learned uh, on this journey and the, I guess, not all the pitfalls that other people you know, I've taken on all the pitfalls so yep. that other people have to. So I've extended my program into a six-month program. And uh, we're doing the first of uh, four workshops. Um, the first one, and the workshops are called the Online Entrepreneur Collective. Yes, yes. And the foundational pieces of that is um, getting getting rid of the mental blocks that stop us from moving forward in our business and you know cause us to procrastinate cause us to self-sabotage cause us to um, get into imposter syndrome uh, and you know you know when we're able to get um, rid of those mental blocks then we'll have the clarity and the focus to channel into our business and move it forward confidently because we're you know what the journey of an entrepreneur is continual improvement continual growth but it's it's continual discomfort, uh -huh. and you're constantly in your um, an uncomfortable zone. You're not in your comfort zone, and people tend to drag back, and that's how the procrastination, the shiny object syndrome, yes, yes. start to happen. And you'll start to mentally block yourself, knowing what you need to be doing, but you end up, you know, you'll do all these other things, and you'll think you're productive, <laughs> but uh, the business isn't growing right and yeah. I'm doing all these things and I'm trying all these strategies well how many calls have you booked you know how many conversations have you had how many pieces of content have you put out right like the the core pieces are are still the same but you know will our fear our insecurities anxiety old resentments all that all those things have to be looked at and I think what ends up happening and you know, and I and I'm glad that it's more on the forefront because that's a great thing too about you know where we're at uh, in society is it's a mental health is more of an open conversation now. Yes, it and is. Yeah, it's such a it's such a key in terms of you know if you're able to um, deal with those uh, emotions and be able to face them and not avoid them, confront them, and and be like, okay, this is what it is. It's you know because we talk about being whole but um you know a whole person doesn't mean all the good stuff it also means you know all the you know the negative stuff not the, so good stuff yeah and and you know and i think that that those words too positive and negative is really it's kind of more relative to the person right it's um and the what, what i try to teach is like don't ever get too far on each either end of the spectrum don't get overly positive because you're, you know, you'll, you know, you, you know, those overly positive. Oh, yes, I've seen them. <laughs> like, 
the car salesmen that are kind of like really up all the time and i'm like you're you're not living in reality no it's you a know, stage show isn't it positive positive that's the way they're just trying to avoid the pain right and you know obviously if you're in too much of the negative you're like despondent and you know isolated and you're not productive what you want to be is be able to acknowledge both sides and be you know in the center of it and you know be in your truth that you are a powerful human being you you can do great things and i'm going to do it a, a great thing but be in the awareness of everything and, and there's nothing there's nothing bad um going on everything everything in your life is either a blessing or a blessing in disguise you just have, don't know it it's part of your journey part of your and journey so, yeah and so touching on those uh things that people get caught up in you know uh fear anger frustration resentment um ju- judgment all those things i get those foundational pieces to try to clear and um if they lose the polarity in it it doesn't have such a heavy bearing on you and so then you're able to get some mental clarity and now the next phase is okay now let's get your uh foundational pieces in your uh business going you know get your messaging your offer your content how do you do sales calls how do you book calls um how do you generate leads on facebook how do you generate leads on linkedin how do you generate leads on uh instagram how do you, you build out a proper funnel how do you build out your email marketing um all those things but it it starts and th- this is coming from experience because i battled you know with my own with my own now uh, yeah right and so when i was able to clear that and get to a place of um abundance and gratitude you know the the quote unquote bad stuff is not um to your detriment it's to help you grow you know if you're you know there's the old saying it's like if you want uh um a life that you never had you have to become a person that you've never been oh, and that's profound it, isn't it yeah and that's that's exactly what's happening and it's not an easy road no <laughs> but they say that uh anything worthwhile is worth fighting for and i'm sure that uh people people that are wanting to work with you are going to find out sure and certain about that now when is your next event coming up when is your next yeah, it's, um, it's coming uh, march 30th and uh it'll be from uh, 12 p.m to 4 p.m if you're wanting vip where i give some bonuses where i'll do a, a two-hour uh, strategy session to build out your your business you can do that and that's uh that'll start earlier as well for those people and that starts at 11 yep. but general mission is from uh 12 o'clock to 4 p.m. now uh, is, is that every 6 months or so that you have a a cycle or well, doing the online entrepreneur collective i'm looking to do it probably every 4 6 weeks over right. the next uh probably 4 to 5 months yeah so this is the this is the first one um you know to kind of launch uh the program my my new group group uh coaching program is the six figure accelerator to get you to the fastest way to get you to six figures and um yeah so if uh you want to reach me on that that is accelerator.dirtbizonline.com mm-hmm. i'm sure you'll have the link there so yeah. they can um you know join and sign up i'd love to see you there i'd love to see what's going on how how I can build your business find the gaps and let's bridge those gaps and you know uh, get you living the life that you want 
Thank you very much, Kev. I love this call. You know, the one thing I've taken away from it in closing is that, you know, if I was starting out, I would want to fast track because as you and I both know, there is so much to learn and life is a, a one-way street. We don't have all the time in the world to waste. It's um, it's urgent that we get on board now, start working with Gervin inside of his coaching program and no matter where you find the call, again, you are going to find the links back to all of the wonderful work that Gerb is doing. And with that being said, Gerb, thank you very much for joining me on the My Future Business Show today. Thank you, Rick. I appreciate your time.